So, and I'll give you something tactical here. Like when I start my week off on Sunday, the, when I'm planning for my week, the first thing I put in my calendar is what I'm doing with my family. You know, and the reason for that is because, and I used to not do it that way. I used to think like, okay, what do I need to do for my business? And what happens is your, your business tends to kind of hijack your calendar and to a point to where now you filled it up with everything business related and there's no time for family. So here's the big question. Have you ever been so financially frustrated from years of poor financial decisions only to wonder why didn't they teach me in school anything about how to manage money? I've spent the last 20 years learning the secrets to how money really works and how to use it to get financially free on a goal to retire early. I've realized how much of an impact we could have on the world by teaching financial literacy, entrepreneurship, and a successful mindset. Join me as I interview some of the world's most successful business owners, coaches, and parents to get them to share their secrets on how you can not only learn, but teach these lessons to your kids to become financially free and impact your children's financial trajectory so they can avoid the frustration and go on to do great things. I'm Cody Laughlin, and this is the Money Talkers Podcast. All right, Money Talkers, uh, I am here on part two, Jake Anderson. Hopefully you've listened to part one because you know, we really kind of dove into the journey of handling a family as in the entrepreneurship journey, you know, and, and what it's really kind of taken to get Jake where he is today. We're going to get a little more into the family side of it, I think, in this, in this second part, because, you know, Jake's really turned his focus from just building his, you know, lighting and production company into a new focus of, a, of the concept of a dadpreneur, you know, and strategically positioning yourself in business to put your family first as you grow a business because it doesn't need to be either or. Jake, I, I really kind of want to start there. It's where we kind of left things off is that that concept of putting your family first, you know, and working on your family and not just in your family and being, in, in, and being strategic about the way that choices that you make as you would a CEO of a company, you can do that with your choices with your family and identifying a goal that you want for your family and then working backwards. But um, if you could shed some light on that. It's, it's exactly the way you say it. You literally put your family first. I mean, all the way down to just even scheduling. So, and I'll give you something tactical here. Like when I start my week off on Sunday, the, when I'm planning for my week, the first thing I put in my calendar is what I'm doing with my family. You know, and the reason for that is because, and I used to not do it that way. I used to think like, okay, what do I need to do for my business? And what happens is your, your business tends to kind of hijack your calendar and to a point to where now you filled it up with everything business related and there's no time for family. So I reverse that. I put my family stuff in first and then I, and then I, and then the next thing I put in is what my, my, I call it the big domino. I'm sure you've heard it before you know, what's the most important thing you should be working on your highest level priority task. And then all the little mundane stuff that you need to do throughout the week kind of gets filled into the gaps. But I so love that's that. So I, I love that idea of concept of like taking out that calendar and, uh, and, and putting that in there first and then working around that. Yeah, absolutely. That's just, that's, a, that's the easiest, quickest thing you can do like today 
yeah, as a way to start putting family first. And then what you'll start, what, what, will, what will become very apparent to you is where you need to work, like what you need to work on, because you'll start to see things going on in your business just consuming more time than it should. And, and you'll start to understand that your business needs to be, you know, you need to, you need to make some adjustments within how you're managing your business. So it gives you that time for your family. And, and it's it goes back to the 80, 20 rule, right? Like, so yeah. you're, you, we spend, you know, uh, 80% of the time that produces 20% of the results, or you could, if you only have, if you have, if you, if you limit the amount of time that you have to do all of these things, I found mm-hmm. me personally, like I am much more productive when I work less. Yes. Right. And so because I come in and I say, okay, what is the first thing I need to do? What's that? Like you said, I, I call it the big domino, right? Like there's mm-hmm. something in your business or in your, uh, you know, in your life that if you do this, it'll have a massive impact. Right. Generally we avoid that because we think it's the hardest. We're going to take the most amount of time or mm-hmm. we just avoid it a lot. And so if you just, if you can make a conscious effort to say, okay, I don't have all the time in the world because I need to be at soccer. I need to have lunch with my kid. I need to, you know, you start limiting your time. I think it'd probably force you into that productivity mindset. Well, you're absolutely. And the thing that also happens from that is, well, first and foremost, whatever your big domino is, you need to align that with peak performance time. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's, it's, it's first thing in the morning. That's when my performance is at its highest. So I want to focus on what my big domino is during a time when I have full battery life. I don't want to use my full battery (laughs) life on the mundane stuff. And 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 there's this concept like, well, I want to do all the the stuff I don't want to do first. That way I've got the rest of the day to spend on the thing I really want to do. I, I disagree with that personally because you're using a half battery life on your most important task and you, and you've, you've used your peak performance time on things that don't matter. And it also for, like you said, you got soccer practice, you got to be at. So it forces you to be efficient with your time because you don't have a choice. You have to be efficient with your time to make sure you're able to get to soccer practice. And it's going to, and it's going to force you in a place to get creative. You're going to have to think a little bit more about, are there things I can maybe automate here? Maybe I can delegate. Maybe I need to hire somebody and I need to push some stuff off to somebody else. And I need to start scaling my business so I can continue to maintain this family first model that I've created. And then you get into, you're looking at your family too. Um, I love the like, fan, like working on your family mm-hmm. and seeing like, where, where, what do I need to do within my family to kind of get it to a better place. And, and it goes back to like 2017. I knew that we didn't have any outside family around us. And I recognized that. And I made arrangements to, to put my family in a place where there's grandparents nearby, you know, during the holidays, it's a little bit more um, just relationship oriented within the family. We've got grandparents that are seeing the grandkids. Um, we're, we're able to see, you know, I'm able to see my parents and we just kind of fostered the family relationships a lot more by, taking that one step. It was always a distance thing for us. And it's like, I love Richmond, but it's not home. This is home and we need to move it here. And there's a lot of other things you can do, you know, with focusing on your family, um, with your kids and, and, and how you're raising your children, working with your wife and working on your marriage and doing things, you know, being very intentional about the things that you're doing with your family. 
um, you can easily kind of get into a comfortable mode where every day you, you go to work, you get off work, you throw the TV on, throw some dinner on the table, you go to bed and you wake up in the morning and you do the same thing. And then the weekend comes and you're kind of looking at each other like, Oh, you know, you, you want to go to the park today or do you want to, you want to do something else? And, and there's just nothing that you're just kind of, you're kind of going at it um, in a way that's not, um, that's not as intentional as it should be. So for me personally, I like to kind of, I like to be more intentional. I like to think on Sunday, like, what are we going to do this week? Let's put some things in the calendar and let's stick to it and be intentional with, with, with the things. I, that we're I, I like that though. I like the fact that, you know, you'd say, listen, let's, uh, and, and I think that the family should be involved because that's a specific time. Like, you know, I, I think about two years ago, my son started playing t-ball, like, I'll never, ever forget being there and coaching in his t-ball team, his first t-ball season, you know, like I'll never, ever forget that. It was yeah. so dear and special to me. Um, but I probably was really at the time more concerned with the problems I was having at work, but I couldn't tell you what one of those problems were during that entire t-ball season. But I can tell you that I can tell you to look on his face as I, at the t-ball games, you know, and like that looking back. And so, like, I think sometimes if you don't if you don't step out and say, OK, like, let, let's put this time in place for the kid, you know, for each kid. And, and, and a lot of times I think, too, like if you've got two like I do, like I have a boy and a girl, like there needs to be family time. But I really feel like a lot of that one on one time that you can spend with them and it doesn't have to be a big deal. It just need, it's a big deal to them already. Yeah. Yeah, especially when you have, you know, I have two boys and my wife and I, we, we have conversations about this all the time about finding that one-on-one on, one on one time with each of them, you know. So um, a couple of days ago, my oldest son was out of school and I could have kept both of them home with me, but instead I was like, you know what, I'm going to go ahead because we have daycare that we can, we can put them in during the week if we need to. So my youngest, I was like, I'm gonna put him in daycare, and then I'm gonna have just a just a Jake and Grand day. Yeah. And uh, so I just recently bought a longboard, and so we're <laughs> we're doing some skateboarding. I, it's 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 been it's actually been a lot of fun. So we spent the day. We went skateboarding, and uh, we went and got some lunch, and we came back and watched a movie, and it was awesome. It was just it was really really nice bonding time just between me and him, and. Um, so I think it's, I think it's really important too to, to try, especially if you have multiple kids to try to find that time where you can't have some, you know, one on time, one on one time with each of them, just as much as you do with them together. So do you, um, do you completely shut off the entrepreneurial mind or do you, do you talk to them about it? Um, so that's a great question. Um, they're, they're still, they're both still very young. My youngest is three and my oldest will be six. Now my oldest, I'm starting to introduce, um, entrepreneurship talk with him a little bit. And I'm kind of, you know, you know, asking him questions and just trying to see where his head's at on things. And, and, and you have to learn how to kind of bring that conversation down to a six year old level mm -hmm. because entrepreneurship can be a pretty complex conversation within itself. So, yeah, at a 30-year-old level, like, it's difficult. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I'll, I'll have conversations, and he understands what money is, and he knows how it works. And I'll say, 
you know, Graham, what do you think about maybe making your own money? Is that something you'd be interested in? Oh yeah, that sounds great. So, well, what do you, what do you want to do to make your own money? Just, just see what he says. And whatever his answer is, I try to reply back with kind of the guiding answer to like where the next step is to get there. So we're going to start making, um, one thing that we're going to start working on is we're going to make a little, I've got, it's like a 3d laser engraver. So we're going to start making like little cars because he loves cars and we're going to make like little custom cars. And, um, and he wants to take them and sell them at, you know, like farmer's markets and things like that. So we were talking about maybe getting a booth for him to sell some of his little toys. I have, I have a gift for you. I'm going to send you, I have a, I wrote a business plan, uh, maker with, with like, with your child in mind, like to sit down and just like the, the follow oh, awesome. like, kind of things. It's just like yeah. an eight page, like it's an eight page PDF. It's uh just got like, cause for me, uh, one of the things that I, I've, I'm talking to other entrepreneurs and things is, um, you know, I think sometimes we're quick to try and like dissect a business, especially if you've been in the background where you and I have been, where it's like, okay, I've been a banker. So there's that risk tolerance and risk things, right? And then I've had very successful businesses and I've had very failure businesses. And so yeah. like I look for ways it's going to work. And I, and I think I want to remember with my kids because my eight-year-old daughter is, is very into it. She's very much into entrepreneurship and wants to do a business and everything. So we're talking about things like, and I have to catch myself because I, I want to tell her the right way to run the business but I also don't want to discourage her. Like it doesn't, I don't need to build a business with her. I just want her to realize about building that she can do this and the things that she needs to think about. But I don't, you know, you've got to kind of step back and like not discourage. Does that make sense? Like it's, it's all looking at it from an outside point of view. Like I consciously try to be an, you know, an encourager of like, well, what's the next thing? Like, what would you do if you needed, you know, if you're building a lemonade stand, like, okay, what do you need? You know, what are, what are your startup costs and how much money do you, you what does a cup of lemonade cost? And, you know, it's like, instead of being like, well, you can't do lemonade stand in the winter. Nobody will buy anything from you, you know? (laughs) Yeah. And it's, it's, it it can be a little challenging. These are very new conversations for me. So I'm still learning myself. Like, where do you like, draw the line because I'll, I'll say certain things like but daddy what is a profit like, okay, well yeah I'm, so we talked yeah. about that we're talking about <laughs> revenues and profits and like you know and, but but just introducing those things to yeah. them if right you say, hey you know you sold a cup and you made ten dollars how much money did you make and they'll say well i made ten bucks like well no because the cup costs something right and they're like oh okay yeah. and i found that if i this it takes a little while you know mine's a couple years older than yours but so but we started doing it about the same age Mm-hmm. you're at now and so yeah you gotta you gotta balance like getting into the weeds <laughs> yeah you know <laughs> yeah uh, but it's it's even just seeing that spark in them and having those talks whether it goes somewhere or doesn't i think that that's really really important and in, in, in changing the trajectory of, the kid, of our of our kids lives is that if if you shut things down on how you can say you can't do something it completely is a different effect over a lifetime than if you say okay how are you going to do that Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the thing too, that was a signal for me with my son. Um, cause I had this conversation with him and, uh, we had talked about it and it kind of was left on the table 
And then a week later, a week went by and we were, we were on a walk and he goes, so daddy, when are we going to start making money? <laughs> and I remember when he said that, I was like, okay, he's serious. Yeah. You know, it's time. <laughs> he wants to, he wants to make this happen. And, um, so, um, I have, uh, and, and this is, this, matter of fact, this is all very recent. This is like within the past couple of weeks. That we, That's so awesome. <laughs> and uh, so we just, I finally got my, my login information for this machine here. And uh, we're going to sit down over the holidays and, and start crafting out some plans for these cars that he wants to make. So I'm excited to, to see how this goes. But um, <laughs> it's, you know, before that, and I would say too, I think he was four years old because he's trying to figure out like what's the right time you know, to really start having these conversations. And, um, and I, and I would say, you know, I, I remember in, when we were talking on my show, we were talking about three is actually the age, I believe where you can start introducing some of those conversations and there's going to be some, some response to it. But, yeah. um, but at that age, you could almost, you know, if you can kind of start connecting like work with earnings and money, like if I do this thing for you, I pick up my toys or whatever it is, Yep. there's a reward you can start start making that connection i think that's a good place to start laying a foundation yeah as, as i've looked into this like the more i've gotten into learning about kids and how they interact with money like i feel like as parents we probably put way more limitations on what they can understand than what we really give them credit for it's amazing sure yeah you know Absolutely. and some of the things like that's hilarious to go loose. Well, when are we gonna start making money? Like you're thinking that uh, you're thinking that your entrepreneurial conversations aren't having any impact. Yeah, they they. Oh, do he's it. been thinking about that. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and so I would say this, like with me, like we started saying, okay, well, what are you gonna do? Why why do you want to earn money? You know, let's mm -hmm. talk about what you're gonna do with it afterwards once you make yeah. it. And so that's kind of that that next step. And um, I love that question. Why do you want to earn money? That's yeah, a great question. Why? Yeah. Right. We're yeah. entrepreneurs. We, right. we, we sit through the marketing listens and the webinars and all that yeah. stuff. We know you should ask the why. Right. You bring that into the family concept and say, Oh, you know, even though they're six, like, why do you want to earn that money? Yeah. You know, what do you want to do with it? And, and, mm -hmm. and have them start to think about that. You know, are you going to, are you going to put more money back into the business? And they're like, wait, what? Like, what is that? How does that work? We're like, you know, are you going to pay back your investor? You want to ask him that one? Yeah. <laughs> Who's my investor? You're like, which is probably going to be dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait till you see your interest rate, son. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. yeah my money's not cheap, son. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me, yeah. uh, you know, we, we're, we're about getting there, but I want to, I want to ask you real quick. So I want to ask you about, um, what is your goal with, uh, with what you're doing now with Dad Premier, and no, I mean, sorry, Chief Executive Dad Podcast and Chief Executive Dad, the brand. Like, yeah. What, tell, tell me a little bit about like what your vision is. So I'll kind of back up a little bit to what brought me to starting this whole brand and, and going into this direction. Um, you know, I went through quite a bit of just, just an experience of clarity in myself and figuring out what my core is and thinking back to, through my experiences in life as an entrepreneur. And the thing, you know, that, that really stood out to me is I, in my business with event lighting design, it really, and really just that whole experience, it really put me in a very dark place for many mm -hmm. years. And um, I never felt like I could be very present for my family, especially in that 2014, 2015 timeframe. 
And even in the 2016, it started getting better, especially after I let go and I started working more on my business. That certainly helped. But nonetheless, I just, there were a lot of conversations I remember having with my wife and, and she, she would, she would kind of look at me and would think like, it just seems like you put your business before the family. And I never, and I, as a, especially as a husband, as a father, it's like, what I'm telling you, like, no, that's not true, but that's not, that's how she feels. And the, the, their, the people's perception is their reality. Yeah, right? absolutely. And, um, and it, it may not be the intent, but it's yeah. the reality. And uh, I felt that same struggle because as a dad, you're like, but dude, I'm killing myself trying to get this to be successful for our family. Like, why is that, you know? Right. And yeah, that's, that's, I've, I've had that same feeling. I know that it, and it's, it's brutal. It is. It's, it's, it's really tough. And, and you almost feel trapped because as, as, as a father, you want to own that role as the provider Mm -hmm. And you want to be the man of the home and provide for your family and, and own that role, which is great. But you also have to understand that your most important role is to be the, the father of the family and to be the husband, you know, and to be that and to be that role. That's number one, because no matter what you're doing in your business or how successful you are, none of that really matters if you're not there present with your family and you can't serve them, you know, the way you should be you know, to the highest level. You know, I think, I think too. So, so I, you know, we talked about the the big domino, right. In business, Mm -hmm. but it's the same thing in the family. Yeah. You know, so like you can spend your time doing a lot of motions and small stuff. Right. But if like, if there's highly impact things like, you know, just going to go and, and, and play catch or going to go read that book with them or watch Mm -hmm. that movie with them, or like there are really, there are, there are things that you can do, even if you're limited on time. Absolutely. You, know, and, and you, you and, mentioned the word presence earlier. Yeah. You know, a lot of times as a, as an entrepreneurial dad, your body's present, but your mind isn't. And that's, that, that's the mental trap that I found myself trapped or stuck in, especially during the phase. Like I couldn't put my phone down. That's just, that's a simple thing. Just turn your phone off. Like it's dinner time, go put it in the other room or something, but don't look at it. Don't worry about anybody. There's, there's nothing more important right now than being at the dinner table with your family. You know, I saw, I saw there a, a meme one time and it was a kid and he was talking to the dad and he said, Hey dad, uh, can you play with me? And the dad was like, no, I'm sorry. I'm too busy. And then the, the next picture over was the kid. So, uh, you know, and the dad's older he says, Hey son, you know, you want to go hang out and the kids like, no, nah, I'm sorry. I'm too busy. You know? Yeah. And you wonder what you're teaching when you're doing that. It's like, right? that. what's that By song? Not the being cats present the there. Yeah. Well, they're, they're, you know, like when they're little, you're that kind of big shining star to them. Mm-hmm. If you're teaching them not to be present, yeah, you're going to reap what you sow later because when you want their attention, they may not be giving it to you. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they're, they're, they're very observant in your actions and, and how, I mean, I I agree with you. You're going to, the, what, the way you're interacting with your kids, especially at a very young age on that's going to eventually mirror back to you. Well, in some people's situation, you know, like we talk about time is different, but like I see that as that's a really actionable step you can do with your kids Mm -hmm. is, be present. 
right when they're talking to you listen to them yeah you know and 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 show and, and if you don't think they read that stuff they do you sure know? yeah and, and because you know when someone's not listening to you <laughs> you know and so i think that that's a big kind of takeaway from this discussion we're having is that you know it takes some planning to get your time squared away especially as an entrepreneur type Mm-hmm. You know, where if you're working 70 hours a week, like I was for seven years, eight years, almost like, yeah, I, all I wanted was that time back. But the thing was, is that I had made a conscious decision that when they saw me, they were going to get me. So even if I wasn't there for three hours and I was there for one hour, they were getting me for a full hour. Like that was, you know, I, I wanted to have impact at least if I couldn't be there physically. Right. So, you know, and, and, and I think a lot of times if, if, if you're in a normal style situation and you're seeing your kids, you know, you're working a 40 hour week, you're working from home. Like I think it's almost easier to not have that impactful time, mm-hmm. you know, because you're just taking it for granted. Yeah. It, it's, it, I mean, the time you have with them, you have to cherish it. And I, and I, I can't remember the name of the book, but it, it, it's, it's, it really puts things in perspective for you. I have to remember the name of this book. I always think of this and I can never figure it out. So I have to write this down, but the first 18 years of your child's life, you've spent like uh, out of all the time you spent with your child or actually they reverse it. They talk more from the child to the parents. So you've spent out of all the time you've spent with your parents, you've spent 90% of it the first 18 years of your life. So after that, and if you think about it, you know, you've left the nest and you might see your kids, you know, especially if they're in college, you're only going to see them during the summertime when they come back. You know, then you're going to see them maybe once a month, maybe once a week. Some of them, sometimes they might, you know, and that's, that's the thing. Like when I decided to move back home, I wanted to be closer to my family and be closer to my parents because I, I just couldn't accept only seeing them once a year or twice a year at the most. And I wanted them to have a relationship with my children. But then you think about your own kids and it's like these first 18 years that they're with you that's 90% of your time, you know, according to this statistic from this yeah. book, I have to go and read the book. I just, remember I, this I, 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 I wouldn't dispute it. Yeah. I mean, it, you know it I mean? definitely puts thing in per, things in perspective. So I always, I, every day I, I live in gratitude with my children and I take every, every little wrestling match, every little ball that's thrown around the house. And, you know, yesterday we were, I had them in the blankets and I was dragging them around the floor and, <laughs> all the all those little activities i i'm so grateful for this just that time and thinking about that like emotionally like i'm like oh my gosh i don't want to waste my time like i want to spend as much time like you know i want i I don't want to lose that like i think about that like i don't want to lose that but like i'm I'm thinking from the perspective of what we're talking about with money talkers like that means 90 percent of the impact that you're going to have on your kid's life is in those first 18 years Mm-hmm. so that's why it's so important to talk to them about money yeah you know and talk yeah. to, and, and introduce these concepts because uh you know i know for me like at 24 28 30 when i was looking when i was at different financial points in my life when i needed the information like one i pretty much already screwed it up <laughs> you know <laughs> and then two like uh like, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's powerful. And so you have less, but if I got the information, a good information at 30 that I could have had at 18, 
Like I lost all that time and that trajectory. And so like, I didn't, I didn't, I lost that opportunity. So that thinking about that being 90% of the time that you're going to spend with your kid, that's 90% of the impact that you get to have in their life. They're going to live a much longer life than that part that you get. And so if you are thinking about that way, what do you want your impact to be? So that, that's you're not going to get to change it. You're not going to get to change it in the ten percent, right? And that's 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 exact. That's my why. My yeah. why is to foster family and build the ultimate support system for my kids. That's why I want to be an entrepreneur. Yeah. Because I want because with entrepreneurship comes a lot of learning and a lot of wisdom, and the more I can, you know, groom myself as a as an as a as a role model for my children and equip myself with the knowledge and wisdom to be able to give them the ultimate support system. That's why I do what I do. It's, it's to be able to, to provide that to my kids because you're right. You got, you know, once they, once they hit 18, obviously you're still there for them, but those are critical years. And I want to be there and have that. I want to have that ammunition to be able to, to, to build, to build a support system around my kids. Yeah. I mean, just, you're only going to get 10% more impact. Yeah. Right. You might get more right. or less or, you know, but using that kind of same mentality of statistics, mm-hmm. like that's you, you're, you're set that path for them. And that's a, that's a big concept because that's a big responsibility. Right. You know, and if we, if we keep that in mind when we're making the decisions of how we're, what we're talking about and how we're talking to them about it, uh, even if the conversations are uncomfortable, you know, even if you're in a, if you're in a financial situation, that you don't want your kid to know about, right? Or you want, you you know, or you talk about some of the financial mistakes you may have made, like have those conversations. Absolutely. You, oh, gosh. They're going to, they're going to get the information from yeah. somewhere and you want it to come from you because you yeah. can, you, you know, you can talk through it and have that open dialogue. So when they're in that out in the world portion of their life, they've one, you've already armed them with good information and mm-hmm. two, uh, you can have that conversation to help them because if you don't talk about it, that's where, that's where the breakdowns come a lot of times. So. And it's reality. Yeah. It's, it's just gonna reality. Happen. It's, it's, gonna it's happen. just, it's inevitable. Yeah. You can either arm them with information and send them out into the world and, right. and deal with money, or you can not arm them and send them out in the world to deal with money, but they're going to deal with it one way or the other. And, and, and that's part of that support system is the reality of, of, of the world we live in you're going to make mistakes. Yeah. You're going and, and listen, I want to let you know the mistakes I made and this is how I got through them. Yeah. And you know, and it's going to happen to you. It's inevitable. I tell and, my kids the only time you ever fail is when you don't learn from when you failed. Right. Like I want them to, I tell them that fail. I want you to, because you want to learn from how you did it wrong and you know, another mm-hmm. way to do it. Yeah. You know? And so, um, but man, that's, that, that, that's a pretty, that's a pretty big concept and a pretty, I think that's a pretty good way to end this uh, conversation. Yeah. I don't, I want to keep going, but it's, you know, we got to <laughs> run out of time. So sure. uh, we'll have to pick this up another time, but man, I, I, I want to thank you um, just for having that open, you know, the openness and, and consciously being the, a, a present father and thinking about the framework for your kids and that support system and what you want for them. So you've kind of developed a goal to get to, Mm-hmm. And then step backwards into making easy steps uh, to yeah. get there, and so um, that that's a that's a uh, a very commendable trait that you've, you've a journey that you've taken on to do that, and then spread your message to do that as well. 
Um, I know recently as you're launching the podcast and the brand, there's also a, 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 you, you've started a support group for fathers, right? So, Mm -hmm. um, uh, it's, it's, it's www.boardoffathers.com, right? And they can also search, uh, Facebook groups. Um, yeah, yep. Boardoffathers.com. I actually just recently learned that I could point a domain to <laughs> to a Facebook group page to make it easy. So yeah, boardoffathers.com is um, it's a Facebook group and it's all launching on uh, January 1st. Right now I've opened it up for people to start joining. But um, yeah, it's, it's, it's for entrepreneurial dads and that, that want to take that family first approach to building their business and um, everything that we're talking about here. That's, that's fantastic, man. That, that, that I know for a long time, I felt like I was on an Island, you know, and if you've been through that journey, uh, it, 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 it's, it's, it'll test your, it'll test your, uh, your fortitude, man. And, and, and see your backbone because it tries to break you. If you, if you think yeah. about that, cause you just feel conflict. And so I think a support group of people that knowing out there that there's other people that feel that way <laughs> are going through that struggle. Like, and then some, some training and tips I know you're offering to, uh, to help people mm-hmm. get through it. Like you said, like pulling that calendar out, man, and make that family time priority. Number yeah. one, put it on the calendar and work your schedule around it. That's a huge actionable tip. So absolutely. And a, and a big part of this group that I'm really going to be focusing on as far as the value that I'm trying to give back and how I'm trying to run it is, is based around accountability and implementation. Um, and certainly training is, is going to be, you know, part of it as well, but, but the accountability as far as day-to-day engagement, I'm really building things out that, that can help maintain accountability for the members and also providing support that, that allows them to, to properly implement these things. So I've got some plans in the mix for that. Yeah. Can't just learn it. You got to yeah. do it, man. You got to take action. So that's right. Hey, that's listen, the, man, uh, thank you for being on money talkers. This has been awesome. I've had an awesome talk with you. Um, uh, appreciate it, man. Yeah. Until next time. I really enjoyed it. Really appreciate you having me on here. All right. Until next time, my friend. All right. Thanks. Thank you for listening to another episode of money talkers with me, your host, Cody Laughlin. If you found this episode helpful in your pursuit of financial dominance, it really helps if you make sure to leave a five-star rating and share it with your friends or family members who could use good financial information and entrepreneurial success tips. I invite you to join the Money Talkers community Facebook group. Open Facebook and search for Money Talkers to join today. Follow us on Instagram at the Money Talkers for inspirational mindset posts, encouragement, and investing tips. And remember, the one thing you can do to change your kids' financial future is to start talking about money with them because you are a Money Talker.